Welcome to the Daniel McInnes Podcast, a podcast for small businesses who are seeking great practical advice about marketing and sales. Danielle thinks like a customer. Even as a little kid, she always has shown deep empathy for others. Dan uses this customer insight to help small businesses create practical marketing strategies that work. Using this customer-centric approach and her 20 years' experience in sales and marketing, Dan takes what is in your head, adds her expertise to create a system to assist you make better marketing decisions, attracts a regular stream of ideal customers, and creates a brand that your employees and customers will love. Hope you enjoy this podcast. Well, welcome to my podcast for another week, and I'm really delighted to have Ellie Price on the show. Ellie has um, a long history of setting up Motivating Mum. So welcome, Ellie. Hello, how are you? I'm good. That's good. Do you want to give our listeners just an insight into, you know, how you started this um, this forum or this group and where it grew from and, and your ideas about why you're doing what you're doing today? Uh, yeah, so um, probably, well, actually, I don't need to guess because it was the same time as my first daughter was born. So she's four and a half now. So four and a half years ago, uh, I um, just finished my coaching course and and was um, also a new mum and a new business owner and I was doing my life coaching from home and it was all very exciting for the first few months <laughs> until I realised that actually it was very isolating and lonely being at home, running mm-hmm. a business and looking after your new baby. So um, I've got an events background so I thought, oh, maybe I'll just organise a, a lunch so I can see if there's other mums out there like me and we can all get together and, you know, have a bit of intelligent conversation. Mm-hmm. So I just I just got to speak and, and, and pull together a lunch and uh, there were about 45 other mums there. So I thought, like, oh, actually, there are lots of mums out there like me. <laughs> and it was really just one of those things where um, because of a need that I had, I just developed the business from there. Um, and then from there, it was just a case of because I was interacting with these mums on a, you know, every month or, um, you know, twice a month basis, I was able to find out what else they needed, where else they felt that they, they weren't getting the support, and I started developing other events um, to help them with those. And then before I knew it, uh, my coaching was a sideline, and um, Motivating Mum, I guess, became what it is today, which is more like a you know a hub for mums um, where they can get all the support and advice they need uh, for business. And it's, and it's such a fantastic concept because you're right. I mean, I was in the same position with, my son and I think a lot of mums I don't know I had Lachlan sort of later in life and going back to corporate wasn't something I was relishing and and just to be able to have the option of being able to work while you're a mum is such a big deal I mean it's such a privilege on one sense because you can be with your kids but on the other sense which you sort of clearly articulated it, it is isolating it is very <laughs> Um, and and you can tell sort of how isolating it is because as soon as I have you know as soon as people start arriving for my event they do not stop talking and and you know there's no kind of people standing kind of on the side feeling a bit nervous or they're all in there because this is their two hours when they can actually talk and and be heard and get information and everything and it's it's for me the challenge is actually getting everyone to be quiet when I need them to be quiet <laughs> exactly. 
So you've got how many? So this started obviously in the UK, and and now you know you've. How long have you been going in Australia doing this? Uh, probably been running for about nine months in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved over about ten. Moved back over, I should say, about ten months ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not one of those people that likes to take your time and make sure everything's right before I get going. I was just straight in there and jumped straight in, and and um, yeah, just got going on um, the Australian business as well. And then I have a master franchisee running my UK business as well, so that's still going at the same time. And so when you say you just jumped in there and got going, which I kind of love because I reckon the learning's in the doing. I mean, yeah. by the time you've actually got it perfect, you could have learnt so much just by having, you know, a go at it. So yep. what did you do? What did you um, do when you started? I pretty, much, I pretty much replicated what I did in the UK. Um, so I just, I just started – well, obviously I already had the website because all I had to do was clone my UK one. Mm-hmm. So. I just had to change the information on there, so that was really handy. So I had somewhere for people to go to. And obviously, social media being what it is today, um, it wasn't around when I really when I first started the first business. But all I had to do was just get on there and start talking to people and say, hi, you know, this is me, and this is what I'm doing, and um, set, set a couple of dates for events, and off I went. It, it, it was pretty easy, really. And so tell us a bit more about the services that Motivating Mum provide for small bi- for, for mums in business. Um, well, what I'm, I'm really aware of is that it's obviously um, mums are in many different situations. So some of them can come out, some of them can't even leave the house. Yeah. So I've got like kind of like a tiered... Uh, sort of level. So obviously the first one is the events for mums that can get out and, and p- mums can bring their kids to the events as well. So these aren't like normal networking events, you know, where they're really set up for people that are either single or, you know, the kids can stay at home, etc, etc. Yeah. So I've got all the different events, networking and brainstorming events. Then I've got uh, online online phone mentoring with uh, either myself or other established business mums. I've got a whole list of business mums on there who do you know different areas yeah. and that's for the mums that can't get out the house but you know you still want that contact better than you know just online which you know you don't really get that connection and then lastly um for people that just don't even have the time to sit down for a 30 minute mentoring phone call i've got like an online forum where people can always ask questions and have them answered and lots of articles and features i'm trying to make sure they cover like you know any question that mums could ask yeah, it's fantastic, and I love some of your, um, you know, your feature um, people to have a, an interview with. I wouldn't mind doing it myself, but I think that, that what you've really done well is really capture this niche and service it. Like to me, when I'm going through and having a look at your site, it's it's really tailored to that, you know, to us, to, to mums that are sort of trying to do it all and fit it all in, and so you've you've got sort of a a, a, a suite of offerings that's going to suit everyone, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, that's my main aim. I, <clears throat> I, <laughs> I have to say, I when I when I look around on the internet and I see other sites that are helping mums, and the only thing they offer is online, mm-hmm. I actually get really annoyed because I think they they haven't thought about their market at all, and mums need contact. They need you know, either in person or at least over the phone contact and, and sites that only offer online, like online chats and things like that, I just think it's just you're not giving the mums what they really, really need. Mm. So that's why I try to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you doing much on Facebook? 
Yes, I am, yeah. But Do Facebook is the bane of my life. Is it? Tell us why. Oh, my goodness. There, there, there are so many bugs on Facebook. It just drives me crazy. Um, obviously, because Facebook was set up as a personal social media application, it was never set up for business. And I personally feel like they've just tacked it on at the end and they're just desperately just trying to keep up. They, it's not actually being developed for business. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you're on Facebook much, but... The, the main problem for me is when you're tagging other businesses because you want to let other businesses know you're talking about them or you're doing a shout out for them. Mm-hmm. And on a very regular basis, my tagging doesn't work, so I can't let people know. And, and it just, it's happening for everyone. It it's really drives me crazy. And I personally wish everyone would stop using it for business so then I wouldn't have to do it anymore. <laughs> However, <laughs> having said that, I, I, I agree. I mean, there's lots of things and we're not in control because they can keep changing. Yes. the way that they do things. But the yep. thing that I really like and, and what I think would be, you know, awesome for your business is that you can go narrow, so narrow to um, profile this audience that, that is a mum trying to do their business from home. And, and you know, I think that that's fantastic for niche sort of businesses because it gives you that access to that particular market in a way that really... A lot of other online, um, you know, places don't don't you know give you that opportunity to, to get as close as you can to that particular market. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think <clears throat> I think Facebook is definitely better for sort of more localized marketing as well. Whereas Twitter is a, is a lot harder because it does tend to be international, mm. and and you know you can be getting followers from you know Utah and and Moscow and stuff on Twitter. Whereas Facebook does tend to be more localized. So particularly if you're trying to find people in your local area or um, you know in your state. You, you can definitely do that a lot better on Facebook, so there's there's definitely that advantage. Absolutely. Mm. Um, I guess, how do you identify who is the ideal customer for this particular group? Do you have, like obviously you have gone through and and thought about it, but if you were going to say who's who's the you know average or ideal person on your site, can you sort of describe them? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Well, it kind of, it does vary a bit because obviously mums are in different stages, mm-hmm. but um, it tends to be mums that are either start-up up mm-hmm. to about a medium-sized business. Once they get to a medium, over a medium-sized business, obviously they tend to be in a, 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 a different level of business and yeah. they would they would go to, I find, they tend to go to more business, formal business events than, than um, motivating mums. Mm. Um, they tend to tend to I say tend to because obviously you're always going to have your exceptions but they tend to have children aged between uh, newborn to about 10 Mm -hmm. so it does tend to be on the the younger level of of, um, kids but you know then again I have some mums that come along whose kids are 20 so Um, and generally Generally, you know, their husbands are earning enough that they can explore this side of, of trying to run the business and, um, and you know, it's not, it's not too much of a stretch for them um, to be able to come along and, and, and try and follow this passion of theirs. That's what I tend to find with my market. Mm-hmm. And you, you've described it so well. And look, 
you know, I'm sure everyone can visualise someone out there doing this. I mean, I've got a friend now who is an accountant and she, she tried her hand at an online store for homewares and, you know, it was right when the GFC came in. So it was a difficult time for her. And, and I guess, you know, homewares, it's difficult, you know, without having a lot of presence to market that and get, you know, the visitors that she needed to get to turn the stock over. But I think she learned a lot by doing that. And, and, and she was doing that while she was having three children. <laughs> and so now, exactly. she, and now she's gone back into corporate, but she wants to, um, you know, hop out of that and, and consult more small businesses about, you know, the financial um, side of their business model, which I think is desperately needed because there's a gap between your general business advisors, your marketers and your mentors and somebody that actually really sits down and crunches the numbers that isn't just an accountant that actually is a business person. And, um, you know, and just her having that support, you know, this is, this is a perfect forum for her because I think there's a definite gap, as you've said, you know, from start-up to once you get in the midst of it, it's, you're probably looking for something else. But certainly yes. when you're starting out, this is exactly what I would have loved to have access to, you know, four or five years ago. It would have been just fantastic. So how many members have you got at the moment? <clears throat> well, it's hard to quantify because I don't tend to, I don't do membership. Okay. Um, like, you know, a lot of other sites might charge membership to belong to the site and use the forum and everything, but I don't do that because... I think it's I think it's important for everybody to have access to the information. Yeah, um, so, but you know, on average, I'll have approximately twenty mums come along to every event. I've probably got about four hundred on the mailing list at the moment in Australia. That is, mm-hmm. um, and I run a couple of business mums clubs, and 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 people belong to those, and and there's about ten um, at every business mums club. So. Oh, so I don't know. I'm pro- you know, I'm probably reaching. I don't know. <laughs> it's always hard for me to, to um, work out the number. Probably, you know, between five hundred and eight hundred mums, I'd say. And are you are you measuring on your site visits and things like that? Yes, I'm measuring visitors, but um, <clears throat> as you know, I'm I'm also. Um, in, in some ways, a starter, um, mm-hmm. because I'm still trying to learn about all of these different things that you know are available these days, such mm-hmm. as SEO and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, so I know how many people I have coming to my site, but I I don't actually have any idea whether that's good or bad. Yeah. Um, but also for me, I feel like you can have not many coming, but everybody is really interacting well and you're getting a lot out of it. Or you can have thousands coming to your site, but actually they're not using it the way you want them to. So exactly. There's always that. Exactly. That's a, you know, and that's a really valid point. But, it, you know, isn't there so much to try and learn? Much, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. about, it's about getting them there and actually having something useful and, you know, are they actually interacting or converting in the way that you want? And um, So I'd be really interested in... in you know, what tactics you found useful so far in in getting that visibility? Have you found more that it is the face-to-face or what, what is it that, that's, you know, growing this little business for you? Um, I would say it's definitely social media, without doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, being on Facebook and Twitter, even for five minutes every day, and, and for me, I'm lucky because I'm a national business. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, the, the smaller your business gets <laughs> to where maybe you're, say, a cafe in, you know, Melbourne City or whatever, that's, you know, going to be a lot less of a kind of a market you can appeal to than mm-hmm. I can where I'm national. So that makes a difference. But social media, definitely. Um, just getting people to know who you are and what you do. And, it, you know, if it's of interest to them, then they'll always go to my site. So I find that amazing. And the other thing that I do is I just make phone calls. I just, if I'm reading in a magazine and I see someone who's a mum in business, I will find their phone number and I'll call them and I'll introduce myself and say, hi, this is what I'm doing and, you know, oh, I really love what you do and I'd love to work with you sometime or, you know, maybe if you'd like to supply an article or something like that. And for me, um, I'm really big on just introducing myself to people because I think once people know who you are, then that's, you know, one more person that, that can point someone else in your direction or one more person that can go, actually, I'll come along to her event. Um, and I, I have a lot of success with that because I'm, I'm not calling to sell them something. I'm just calling to introduce myself and say hi. So I find that really effective. You know what, you're so right, and people just don't make that extra effort to be personal. I, I was on a site last night just looking at, you know, what are the marketing consultant jobs going at the moment? And there was an ad for a um, school and they had a link to the job profile and I clicked the link and it was broken. And I thought, God, that's going to annoy a lot of people. So I just yep. quickly sent a message to the principal saying, well, you know, job sounds interesting. <laughs> you're looking for a marketing consultant and not someone in-house. But, but more importantly, this link's broken. Here's the right link. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's nothing. It's just that I just believe people don't make that extra step. You know, it's, it took me five seconds, but it might stop another 20 people being annoyed and not applying. Yeah. Um, and also that they need to know that that's broken. Um, so I think Definitely. it's just like what you said, if you can just make that connection. And, and, and sometimes social media stops you from doing that because it's so yeah. easy to hide behind texts and stuff. So good on you. I think it's a really well, good approach. When I was looking for, like, an accountant and a lawyer, I was actually really put off by a lot of their websites because they're so stuffy and so formal. And and I just thought, I think they're really missing a trick by not fit, seeming like they're approachable. Mm. Um, and in the end, I found I finally found a lawyer whose site just looked, you know, just looked a little bit more friendly and the picture was like a nice picture and it wasn't like a really, oh, this is me in my suit with my tie all the way up. And I just thought, <laughs> does it, you know, I think a lot of... Businesses out there are really, really missing the point that, yeah, it doesn't take much to, just to seem friendly and approachable and they probably get a lot more work out of it. Well, you know, I've done a couple of podcasts on your story and, and how many um, people just have that company profile on me about us. Um, but, you know, what we really need to know is you and we need to know what you like and what, you know, the sort of person that you are if we're going to be dealing with you especially with a service-based business it's critical and you're right I mean so many of them miss that opportunity and it is an opportunity because it, what you just said is right I go on and have a look and and now not only do we go on their website then we go and have a look at LinkedIn or Facebook or wherever else they are we yep. have a pretty good sense about them and, and we exactly. get a sense about what others are saying about them so if they're not saying anything it's a big missed opportunity yeah, and I think actually, I think it's an old way of doing business. Mm. You know, oh, business equals suit. <laughs> business equals stuffy photo. 
<laughs> business equals we must look professional above all. But, yeah. You know, you can look professional and also look like somebody that people would want to do business with. Absolutely. And look, I think one of the things that I've realised in the last, maybe even only the last month, is that particularly women are very supportive of other women. I mean, evidence to the fact that um, there's so many women networks now, you know, that, that didn't exist, be it whether they've been more visible because online and being able to Google or just, or just that perhaps, you know, that there's the opportunity to connect in more ways. But, yep. um, you know, but certainly what you're saying is that personality comes through in, you know, being able to talk about, you know, what you do and your kids and your life and how we're similar and, you know, I just think it's a, such a fantastic time for well, all small businesses to be in business, but particular women, I think, as you said, if you've got a partner that's helping to support you and you can, this is what I say, go play. I mean, you've got that opportunity to, to, to do something that perhaps you wouldn't have had. Um, and not all of us do have that opportunity, but for those that can, what a fantastic opportunity to just see what you, you know, what you can do and what you can build. Exactly. It's a great time. So if people want to um, get in touch with you or connect or they've listened to this and said, yeah, look, I'm a (laughs) mum and I've been thinking about doing lots of business stuff for a while now, but, um, you know, perhaps I need that support base and I need some advice. How how do they get in contact with you and what's the best way? Um, Well, they can call me or they can email me. Um, Both of those... Um, uh, details are on my website, um, which is motivatingmum.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Motivating Mum, no S. And um, or they can connect with me on Twitter, which my handle is at Motivating Mum. <laughs> it's pretty easy to find me, actually. That's good. And uh, on Facebook, it's also Motivating Mum. So yeah, so it's all it's all pretty standard. Um, and you know, like I said, I like I really like talking to people. I don't I don't see anything wrong with calling people. Some people find it a bit I don't know a bit. Intrusive or something, I'm not sure. But um, I always like to say to mums, please call me or email me anytime. I'm always around. I'm always happy to help. And if I can't, I'll always find someone that can help them. Oh, well, thanks, Elian. I really appreciate your time. And I'm sure that there's lots of mums out there listening that um, would greatly benefit from visiting your site. So I'll put um, in the links and the show notes all the links that you've suggested and um, wishing you well. Great. Thanks for well, thanks very much. It was lovely chatting. Like I said, I always like a good chat. So <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to this podcast. For more great marketing tips, go to Dan's blog at www.daniellemcginnis.com and sign up for her marketing tips or visit her website at www.mcginnismarketing.com.au. Catch you next time.